this is Jeff Cobra, and we welcome you to this special edition of Disney at Play. I am standing here on the third level of the parking structure at Port Canaveral. And we are, both my wife and I, are waiting to get clearance uh, to go ahead and board the Fantasy for a three-night stay. This is long overdue. It has been exactly two years since our last Disney cruise. We couldn't be more excited. We would have gone sooner if we could have, but my wife's uh, teaching schedule uh, made it difficult. And so we're, this is kind of that window to do this. And, and uh, with Veterans Day, we just kind of saw this as a, a little uh, extended weekend kind of experience. So we are excited to, to be here. And uh, my thanks to David Zanola of Out the Door Travel for getting me set up and guiding me so much, even though I interviewed him. And uh, we'll carry the links on that for uh, we interviewed him for his cruise about a month, month and a half ago. Uh, it is uh, it's still uh, a lot of stuff to remember. And, uh, and it's especially because it's not just of the changes because of COVID, but also just because it's, it's been two years since we've done our last cruise. So um, to give you a little heads up as to what is going on right now, we uh, put in our reservation for this weekend. We made uh, the payments that needed to be made. And we started on the process of getting uh, ready for this cruise. Now, there's two aspects of that that we've been involved with. The first aspect has been to uh, do all of our online check-in online. I mean, there were things like making... Uh, um, plans on the boat, reservation plans, and, and activities you wanted to do. But a lot of the check-in process regarding your uh, 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 status uh, in terms of immigration and so forth, having passport and getting all that, all that is being uploaded, has been uploaded in advance and sent and and information filled out and questions asked with the confirmation coming back that we're all good to go. We uh, still will need to show that proof, I believe, before we're through here. But all of that stuff, which you normally lined up at a booth to take care of, was taken care of in advance. So that's the easy part. The second part is now that we, uh, we uh, need to take care of making sure that everybody on the boat is free of COVID. For us, uh, we've already been vaccinated, so we didn't have to do any initial uh, previous tests. But everybody coming to the terminal is being tested. And in fact, I'm overlooking the parking lot right now. And it's, it's really, well, first of all, you upload your vaccination certificates and any information you are asked a health status. It was sent to me about two o'clock in the morning as to, you know, have you been exposed to anyone? Are you feeling any symptoms? That was sent. So a lot of stuff is done in advance of the cruise, but now we're here and we rolled into the terminal. And of course the terminal has been added on with, uh, it's been expanded in terms of its space, new parking lot spaces and so forth. And really when we rolled in, we managed to roll in at 1130. Very, there were six, seven cars dropping off 
Uh, luggage, it was not overly packed by any stretch of the imagination. And then uh, you're led into the parking lot, you pay your parking, and then you're put into a queue for being tested. And that's happening on the first floor of the parking lot. Right now, I'm overlooking this queue, and it's about a length plus of the building of cars lined up to go in. And then when you get into the terminal, there's a full, um, a full length of the terminal parking structure is allocated with spaces to go and be tested. You roll down your window. You don't even get out of your car to be tested. You roll down the window and they give you the necessary swabs to, um, to wipe with and uh, five seconds in each nostril and you put it in a tube and you seal it and you hand it back in and then you park and you wait. And that's where we're at right now. We are currently just waiting word uh, for being able to go into the boat. There are a couple of people. I decided this was my moment to clean, <laughs> to clean the trunk of my car, which is a total mess. So I've now dumped a, tra- a bunch of trash here at uh, the Disney parking structure. And we are just now waiting. And I have to say, everything is moving seamlessly um, through this process. They really are very well organized, very impressive initially. Hopefully, we'll be good and we'll be clear. I noticed that they have added several, um, kind of a whole uh, section on the side of the parking lot structure is our trailers and labs for doing, taking care of testing or evaluating the results of all the tests and prepping materials and so forth. Very organized, very impressive what they have put in play to get this ready for guests to be able to come on board. And now we're just looking forward to the moment we get on board. All right, we are now about two hours after we first arrived and we have boarded, we have dined and we are just sitting poolside and enjoying it. A couple of things occurred. There are a couple of different ways they send you the message that your COVID results are good and you're good to go on board the ship. Um, Kath read at the bottom of the paper they handed you as you went into the parking lot to go check in the website, which you already um, actually log into or set up an account when you when you first uh, get all settled online prior to the cruise. And I'd forgotten about going to that site. And lo and behold, when we went to the site, it said, um, what was the phrasing, Kath? It was ready to go or um, ready to board. any rate, we, um, I just, I'm going to pretend that Kathy is here. <laughs> yeah. She told me she didn't want to be on the podcast. This stems from another event that I'll have to talk about a little later, about uh, going to Steakhouse 71. But um, anyway, <laughs> we, um, so we're, we're excited. That was like 35 minutes past the time of arrival at the port. Um, so really it only took about 30 minutes from the time we took the 30 or 25 minutes from the time it took the test. So it wasn't bad at all. 
managed to get my uh, t- car trunk cleaned. And, um, and so we headed downstairs. And as we headed toward the door downstairs, they were wanting the text. They didn't really want the message from the, uh, the, um, the uh, group that um, does the actual test. So I was a little confused by that. And I think what's happened is, is that your medical, you get, a, you get a message from the healthcare site a little sooner than you get the message from um, your, uh, on the, your Disney app um, and from your text. So at any rate, we got that straightened out and we went into the newer section that's been added on, which is really a very... Um, spacious uh, area for welcoming guests into the terminal and then proceeding to do the security. That had been really well thought out and reconfigured so well that once you have gone through that check-in, which didn't take long at all, and once you got through security, which didn't take long at all, you go up the escalator into the main uh, arrival area and there's nothing going on. They handled a couple of miscellaneous issues uh, but it's kind of empty and you're f- pretty well free to walk out. Well, I mean they call different boarding groups but our boarding, do you remember what our boarding group was Kath? Our boarding group was seven it was, it was uh, welcoming folks one through ten when we stepped on so uh that kind of gives you an idea of that. I think the boarding group is actually tied to your healthcare results, is my guess, but I'm not quite sure on that. That is kind of a funky thing, but it didn't matter because there just wasn't anybody there, you know? We, we were sent to a little corner to get a couple photo, you know, the traditional photo, which they used to do on the gangplank, which was really awkward and tight area and kind of held up everything so this was a much improved process having that done off the side frankly you could have just gone on without doing it at all and then you went onto the gangplank that was seamless and you stepped on board the uh you stepped through the gangplank and they have you uh they have some dots on the floor where you could stand they kind of hold you there temporarily and there was probably about five families in front of us in one queue and another five or six families uh, on the other queue. And slowly they took you in. They welcomed you, welcomed the Cobra family and everything. And they brought you into the main entry where Mickey and Minnie was greeting you. And they sat you on a given circle. Not sat you, but you stood on a given circle. Throughout the room, they probably had like 10, 12 families in the room, all spaced apart. And then Mickey and Minnie did a little show. And the show wasn't more than about two or three minutes. And honestly, that was the biggest holdup in our entire check-in process was waiting to go into the atrium to, you know, then wait for the show. Um, And that was just a few minutes here and a few minutes there. But, um, you know, I think that was for Kath... And you can speak up now, <laughs> or not. 
But she said that was kind of emotional for her because it felt like she had finally arrived. And so... It was. It just felt like coming home in some, to some degree. And, of course, they were playing one of my favorite songs from Moana. And it was, it was just... Just a few tears, just over being back here after so much time. Yeah, it was, it was, it was nice. It was a nice touch. They then invite you to go talk to one of the greeters, and the greeters are really trying to get you to go out and do the muster drill. At that point, we actually came back to that a little later. We went back. We went up to Cabanas, uh, washed our hands. It was uh, only half of Cabanas was really running. Um, and because it was a more compressed menu, um, they had like three or four different lines for the same thing, plus a separate one for soups and a separate one for uh, crab and, and shrimp. And, uh, and then you went to get your drinks and they handed you whatever drink you wanted. They provided that for you. The servers provided your, dished up your plate. Uh, you didn't do it yourself, which we've talked about before. And, um, and then you headed to grab a bite to eat. We went back to the outside deck um, overlooking toward NASA and, and that area and just enjoyed our lunch there, grabbed a little dessert. Then we kind of moseyed around, did the mustard drill, which was really just essentially finding the number you're assigned. Right now you have to be on the app. The app is really going to kind of guide you and you can, you can check in once you're on board the ship to the app and start running things from there. And once you're there at the mustard drill location, there was, a, there was a host or hostess taking care of your needs right there. And, uh, and uh, it kind of got you all lined up there and uh, you took a picture of your mustard drill station and submitted that and you were good to go and so now we've wandered back to the adult area the quiet cove and uh, we are just enjoying our time here and all of this has taken is ha- occurred within two hours of our arrival so it's been it's been really a very easy going i'm very impressed by the processes and by the and i think by virtue of the way things are being done, you, you find a lot more of the crew members out and about welcoming you and directing you and greeting you and, and answering your questions. It was much more welcoming, I think, than other things I had seen before. And uh, I think we, we're in a good place right now. So, so... For us, this concludes our first podcast. We'll do another on the backside of our experience here. We actually were going to do another podcast from Stake 71. We recorded that podcast. For some reason, the the recording shows the entire thing, but I'm only hearing audio for up through the appetizers. So we've got to figure out the audio when I get back. So my apologies for not getting back to you sooner on that um, we will hopefully have a review of uh, Steakhouse 71 which frankly is probably the best way to celebrate the golden anniversary of Walt Disney 
world because it is so uh, retro and rethemed along with the lobby of the Contemporary Resort. It's just beautifully redone to celebrate the, the original years of that resort and the original intent of that resort. So just fantastic. We'll have a review on that. Meanwhile, make sure you subscribe to this Disney at Play podcast. If you get a chance, check out our YouTube videos at J. Jeff Kober and subscribe there so you'll be notified uh, when those come out. And then finally, check out our Patreon group on Disney at Play, which is the Wayfinder Society, which allows you to um, receive some, some really cool interactive tools that'll help make your next trip to Walt Disney World meaningful and fun. Again, this is Jeff Kober, and in the words of Sinbad's storybook voyage, always follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon.